Hello and welcome back to our daily devotional podcast. Today I want to talk about friendship with God and conversations with God. Would you know, would you believe that God really wants to be your friend? That He wants to communicate with you, not just hearing your prayers, but He wants to speak to you. I want to show you some verses that that tell of this God who wants friendship with us. And then after that, I want to perhaps give you some tips as to how to develop the friendship with God. Some of you are already very close to God and I thank God for that. And I hope for some days when you can share your friendship, about your friendship with God, how you develop that, how it grows. But for some of others, you may not have had such an experience. Maybe you're not even sure if that's even possible. Well, I hope that during this very short podcast, you may begin to at least think that it is possible and then try it. Try to know God. Try to spend time with God and see if God really wants to be your friend. Let's pray first. Father, at this time, speak to each of us. Help us know that you do want to be our friend. You do hear, want to hear us. And you want to speak to us as friend with friend. So God, help us that even after this podcast, for those who do not know of such a friendship, they may begin to foster to develop this friendship with you and for those already who are close friends of yours lord thank you for that i pray that they may continue faithfully to be your friend i pray in jesus name amen well let me first give you some passages that talk about people in the bible who have been friends with god in genesis chapter 5 verse 24 talks about a man called Enoch. The Bible says that Enoch walked faithfully with God and then he was no more, for God had taken him away. Enoch was known as a man who never died. He just went straight to heaven. God picked him up and took him home. What a wonderful thought. Enoch walked with God. And then about Abraham in James chapter 2, verse 23, James describes this of Abraham. Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. Abraham wasn't a perfect man. He lied, he did things that weren't right. One of the things that was important was that he believed God when God spoke to him. And because of that, God says, that's what friends are. You are my friend. And then Jesus in John chapter 15, verse 15, says this, I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his his master or his master's business. Instead, I call you friends. For all that I hear from my father, I tell you. So one of the things about friendship then is uh, disclosure, is talking, is sharing. 
that Jesus called his disciples his friends because he shares his heart. He shares the things that he knows of the Father with his disciples. Because of that, they are friends. But friendship begins first with believing that God exists and that God will show himself or reward those who earnestly seek him. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 Hebrews 11 chapter 11 verse 6 says, Without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. To earn, to reward, the reward is not monetary. The reward is simply to give them what they sought. If you earnestly seek God, you will find him. What a revolutionary idea that we can be friends with the Most High God. It's not just friends with someone invisible, not just friends with a spirit, but friends with Almighty God. Think of, keep that thought in your mind. Do you want to be a friend of Almighty God? Because He does want to be your friend. He does want to call you friend. And as a friend, wants to show you things that only he knows and those close to his heart. The question then is, how does one start a friendship like this? Or well, maybe we go a bit more, how, how does God talk to us? Well, in many ways, God talks to us sometimes through others, sometimes through our minds. We say, well, we don't hear an audible voice. How do we know? Well, Audible voices also go into our mind, the th- messages go into our mind, into our hearts. So let's say that God takes away the audible voice. He still speaks into your mind and he speaks into your heart. And after a while you get used to it and you get to know, to recognize, as Jesus says, the sheep know their master. You get to recognize when God is speaking into our minds, into our hearts. But sometimes he also gives circumstances Often he has shown me through many circumstances answers to questions that seemed like coincidences but were so too too appropriate at that time to be a coincidence. Let me give you an example. I had a very difficult relationship with my father. A lot of it was my fault. I think all of it, most of it was my fault. One day as I was... Uh, I was a very rebellious young man. One day when I was an undergrad, I had a terrible quarrel with my father. And as I stormed out of the house, slammed the door and walked out, I, I was just saying to God, God, of all the billions of people on earth, why did you let this man be my father? And I was just fuming and raging. And I walked along the place. I lived in Chachukang, so I was walking along this Chachukang road and still fuming away and demanding of God answer why this man to be my father. And then I came across this stretch of the road where my father and I were in a car and we almost had an accident several years ago. And that brought back memories of why we were on that road. You see, while I was doing my national service, I stayed in camp for some period, quite a long period. Every Wednesday, we were allowed to book out and of course, I booked out. I went straight home to spend time with my mother and my dog. 
never talk, spoke with my father. I didn't care about him. I just wanted to spend time with my mother and my dog. But every evening, but at night when it was time to book in back into camp, it was my father who fetched me back to camp. It was my father who loved his TV serials. Every night he'd be watching those Cantonese serials. And he would skip Wednesday nights just to fetch me back to camp. Suddenly it occurred to me that my father really loved me and he made sacrifices. And often as I left the car, I didn't even say goodbye to him, much less thank you. Just slammed the door and walked into camp as though he owed it to me. Never once did my father reprimand me or go on strike or demand that I thank him. Each week as I went home to be with my mother and my dog, ignoring my father, my father would faithfully fetch me back to camp. It was as though it was clearly God speaking to me and telling me why all those billions of men, God would give this man to be my father. It shook me to the core and made a big change in me. But that's the way God works. God speaks to us very often through circumstances, through good times, through jotting of the memory, through sudden realize opening of our eyes to scenes that we might uh, have missed. One day I was walking along Serangoon Road. I was studying in um, Trinity Theological College then. And um, yeah, the whole Serangoon Road was just down the hill. And I was praying and asking God, God, show me who are the people you, your heart is aching for right now. And suddenly right before my eyes was a field of Indian mi migrant workers. And they were, I noticed how lonely they felt. Many of them were reading letters from home. Most of them were holding drinks and well, alcoholic drinks and trying to drown their sorrow. God allowed me to see their loneliness, their homesickness. And at that moment was God answering, speaking to me as I asked him questions. And so God does speak to us very often, far more often than we think if we are willing to pause and to take note. But how then, how then do we start a conversation, start a friendship with God? Well, first of all, you need to set aside time. Time is always of the essence, as they say. But it's not just timing of the essence. You've got to spend time to develop a friendship. There is no friendship that can be developed without time. Remember when I was a kid in primary school, I would be chatting throughout the day with my best friend of course getting into trouble quite often with the teachers and then when I got home I'd go on the phone and continue talking to my best friend again my mother would ask me hey Ming Li what, what do you talk about you talk the whole day hours and hours each day you talk and I'd just tell her stuff and then she would look at me and say what stuff I'd shrug my shoulder and say just stuff the reality is that we talk a lot about a lot of things because we share our hearts, we share the things that we are interested in. We want to share our lives with each other. If you want to know God and be his friend, you've got to set aside time. You cannot be efficient in these times. 
we have grown so accustomed to being efficient, get the work done, get the contract signed, get the deal, the deal sealed. We forget often that in friendships, you just need a lot of time. There's a book written that's a pretty good book about friendship with God and it's called Wasting Time with God. What a lovely title to waste time with God. And what we think of as wasting time, doing nothing, sitting around, chatting, conversing with God, may be the most important thing in your life because it is there that you get to know your God. You get to know the direction of your life. Wasting time with God may be the least waste of time at the end of the day. Do set aside time. Maybe you, when you start, you set aside maybe half an hour. You don't want to be too ambitious and spend an hour wondering what to do and falling asleep. But do set aside time. Be prepared to set, up, set time. When you start with half an hour, it's not because you want to limit that so you don't have to spend more time, but rather because you don't know what to do with the time, maybe even 15 minutes. But be prepared that as your friendship with God grows, you may want to increase it by another 15 minutes and then another 15 minutes and then more and more. To such an extent that maybe even several times a year you may want to take time off uh, and spend entire days just wasting time with God. Now when you start, it's very awkward. You don't know what to do. You sit down and then you, you almost like you want to fall asleep and you wonder, do I sit down and listen to God? What if God is silent? What if God doesn't say a thing, then what do I do? Well, think of it this way. When we make friends, very seldom is there immediate chemistry. Of course, sometimes there is such a thing, but more often than not, starting a friendship takes time, awkwardness, investment in the awkwardness. I'm an introvert. I find it very difficult to make friends to start with because when I'm introduced to someone, I will ask a few initial questions like, hey, how are you? Did you enjoy this? And then I run out of questions and I just stand and smile awkwardly at the other person and unless the other person is a chatty person, I have trouble continuing. And yet that's only the first meeting. What if I persevered? What if I had a second meeting and I talked a little bit more, I followed up on a few of the things that this person said and asked more questions? It gets a little bit less awkward. And then if I persevered and did a third time, sit down, hi, let's have a coffee anyway, remembering that it was quite awkward the first time and less awkward the second, but still awkward, let's continue chatting, getting to know each other. Over time, we become more and more comfortable with each other. And then we reveal more of ourselves, we open ourselves, and then a deeper friendship starts. It's the same with God. Your first few times, your first many times may be very awkward. You may just be sitting there and wondering whether God's ever going to speak and how on earth God's going to speak. What if there's long silence? Well, persevere. Long silence, fall asleep, never mind. Try again then tomorrow and try again the day after. 
but you know that God wants to be your friend. He wants to speak to you and with you. And so set aside time, persevere through the awkwardness, despite the awkwardness, believing that God does want to speak and that a friendship can be built, can be developed over time. Secondly, be respectful, reverential. Because this friend that you are going to have is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Sometimes we think that it is incompatible. How, how do you have a friendship, a close, intimate, casual friendship with someone whom you respect and perhaps even fear? Well, actually, it is possible. Because you could be a friend with someone who is high up there, someone who is, well, way above you, but who accepts you as you are. And yet you don't have to be irreverent. You don't have to be disrespectful. You don't have to put your feet up or take off your shoes without washing your feet and all that and be inconsiderate to that person. You can still be a close friend and still be very respectful. And so when you come out to talk with God, do some things that are more respectful. If it's in the morning, brush your teeth, maybe even take a shower first, and then sit down in a good posture and good position, and then talk. You really don't want to be talking to your best friend lounging around or even before you become best friends, you're just trying to be a friend. You just lounge around and be overly casual and disrespectful at times. When we talk to God, then come, sometimes even kneel if you feel like it, or at least sit upright and, or walk and stand up. Keep a proper posture and you talk to God respectfully. There is a need to be respectful of God, not so much because you're afraid that God will punish you if you're not. But think of it this way. The more, the higher you think of God, the more respect you have for God, the, the more you realize that He is powerful and that He is the rock behind which you take shelter. You see, when we have a very low view of God and we think nothing of God, then when we need his help, we can't think of, we can't hide behind a pebble, we can't hide behind a small God. But if we know that we have a great and powerful God, then we can rely on him far more. So treat God with great respect even as you develop this friendship. And third, what makes a friendship good one? I think it's interest in each other. Remember Martha, the story of Martha and Mary? Martha was busy entertaining Jesus. Mary wasn't entertaining Jesus. She wanted to hear from Jesus. She wanted to learn from Jesus. And Jesus told Martha, this is the kind of attitude I want. Mary's attitude is the one that I want. When we make friends, we're not so interested in someone running around, bustling around, making us... Uh, well, enter, trying to entertain us. Rather, what makes a good friendship is when someone sits down and wants to know about us, is interested in us, 
is curious, wants to ask questions, not to probe, but to ask questions because they really want to know us. And it is the same for us. The way to develop a friendship with God is not to do a whole lot of things for Him or run around and try to entertain Him. The way to be, to be God's friend is to want to know God better. And so it's easy to start, really. You start with a prayer that says, God, I want to know you better. Help me to know you more and more every day. Help me to know your heart. Help me to know what you're like. Please reveal yourself to me. These are the things that make good friendships. If someone were to come to me and ask me these questions, I want to know what you think, how you feel, what you're like. And if that person's a reasonable person, I'd love to tell that person more about me because the person once is interested in me. Likewise with God. God wants to reveal himself to you. And the more you seek him, the more interested you are in him, the more he will reveal himself to you. And so how do you start? Well, the best place to start is the Bible, of course which was why I wanted us to study the Gospel of Matthew, because Matthew, these Gospels tell us a lot about God. So what you could do is go beyond listening to this podcast, read the Bible, open to a passage, maybe as, for, for example, the next round we do the Book of Acts. So you read it, read it for yourself first, before you listen to the podcast, and then spend time, remember, give, time you've got to give time as you read it you try to memorize the scene vision imagine the scene before you and then you pray god is there something you want to tell me through this story is there something that you want to show me about yourself about me about how you feel about me about how you feel about people about what you would like me to do simple questions like that and then run these, this scene in your mind a few times and just wait for God to speak to you. In time, you'll be able to recognize that God gives you insights that didn't just come from your mind, but come straight from the Holy Spirit. It's hard to tell, describe to you how to start, and yet it is rather easy when you put your heart to it. Set aside time. Don't rush. Allow yourself to start with the Bible because that's a good start to knowing God. <clears throat> and then the Holy Spirit will speak to you. Over time then, as you converse with God, you feel more confident that the thoughts in your mind, the insights that you get are from God. And sometimes you get answers, you get God speaking to you from others. You could take long walks. One of my favorite things is I take very long walks and I talk to God. Sometimes I carry with me a few passages from the Bible, a few images of, of scenes from the Bible, and then I talk to God and ask God to explain to me or to show me examples of life from these passages in the Bible. And after a while, you the conversations increase, as with all friendships. The things you talk about grow more and more. 
and then you feel comfortable listening to God, speaking to God. I hope then that you will try and you'll persevere because being God's friend is a reality, it's something that Jesus wants so much. And God will answer and reward you, as Hebrews says, if you seek Him, if you seek to have this friendship with God. Shall we pray? Father, how you long to be our friend. Though you are God Almighty, King of kings and Lord of lords, you are the creator of everything. Yet you come to each of us, tiny, infinitely small creatures. And to you, we are the apple of your eye. And you come to us personally to be our friend. Help us to believe this, that we may seek after you, we may want to know you. We may want you to know want to know you as our father and as our friend. I pray then for those who have not known this friendship, that they may begin this friendship of knowing you, understanding you, being able to converse with you as friend with friend, as child with father. Help us, O Lord, I pray. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well then, have a great day and God bless you. Goodbye.